we have seen over this past week winter records going in Scotland, in Wales, and we're seeing records also being broken in Netherlands, France, Denmark, Sweden. Records smashed as temperatures soar as the UK experiences the warmest winter weather on record. How satellite technology reveals the changing temperature of the sea. At the moment, they're actually around seven degrees along North Sea coasts, and that's actually about a half a degree to one degree above average. And in the Northwest Pacific, Typhoon Wutip becomes the most powerful cyclone ever recorded here. It has become a very strong typhoon with winds in the region of 160 miles an hour. That makes it equivalent to a Category 5 hurricane. It's Wednesday, the 27th of February, and you're listening to WeatherSnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Alex Deakin, and you're listening to WeatherSnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather, brought to you direct from Met Office headquarters. This past week, February's reputation as a notoriously cold month has been turned upside down as shifting winds drew in very warm air from the south. Here's Dr Mark McCarthy. So on Tuesday we saw a maximum temperature of 21.2 Celsius recorded at Kew Gardens in London and this is a record high for February and also for any winter day. Um, we have seen over this past week uh, winter records going in Scotland, in Wales a couple of times and uh, in and around London. It's quite unusual that we not only saw the record be broken but in several places over several days. Uh, and we're seeing records also being broken in parts of the near continent, so uh, Netherlands and France, Denmark, Sweden. Um, so it's not just confined to the UK. So this remarkable weather is really uh, rounding up what has overall been a very notably mild and uh, quite dry winter. Um, and we'll have uh, the full stats for the winter overall at the end of this week. It's not just in Britain where weather records have been broken. Tropical cyclone season in the northwest Pacific has started early and has spawned an exceptionally intense storm. Here's tropical prediction scientist Dr Julian Hemming. Well, we have a typhoon called Typhoon Wutip, which formed several days ago, and it has become a very strong typhoon with winds in the region of 160 miles an hour. That makes it equivalent to a Category 5 hurricane. Now, that's something which is... Not particularly unusual during the peak of the season, which would be from, say, July through to November. But in February, normally the, the lowest point of the season, it's very unusual. The sea temperatures haven't been particularly high in that area, but the, the depth of the ocean, which has uh, warm waters at the moment, is quite large, which means that there's not cooler waters to kind of be drawn up from lower down to allow the storm to weaken. Also, the wind shear, which is uh, a very important factor with tropical cyclone development, has been very low. Now, that means that as you go up through the atmosphere, uh, the winds don't vary very much with height, and that means that there's nothing to stop the upward motion of air which causes uh, the typhoon to strengthen so much. Thankfully, Typhoon Rootip is a long way from any major land areas. The nearest place that it's come close to is the island of Guam uh, in the northwest Pacific, but it's kept uh, far enough away from there to cause any impacts. From the warm waters in the northwest Pacific to the rather colder waters around our shores. How low are the sea surface temperatures right now and how do we measure them? Senior operational meteorologist Alex Burkhill explains. 
Sea surface temperatures at this time of year are generally the lowest that we get around the UK. At the moment, they're actually around 7 degrees along North Sea coasts and around 10 degrees Celsius in the southwest. That's actually about a half a degree to one degree above average. Now, we measure sea surface temperatures actually using satellites. We do get additional information from buoys and ship data as well. The change in sea surface temperatures is due to the strength of the sun. So as we go through the summer months, the sun strengthens and that's going to heat up the surface of the sea. However, due to the specific heat capacity of water, there's actually quite a delay. That's why it's towards autumn that we get the highest sea surface temperatures and also towards the end of winter, beginning of spring, that we get the lowest sea surface temperatures. There are also changes in the sea surface temperature due to a number of other things. So it's not just the strength of the sun, but also water depth and broader scale currents like the Gulf Stream. As well as this, the weather can have an impact on sea surface temperatures. If it's windy, that can lead to rough seas and that will help mix together the water. As a result, during the summer months, it could bring colder water from lower down but during the winter months, it can also bring milder water from lower down. So that can help moderate the sea surface temperatures. Sea surface temperatures can have quite an impact on our weather. We're an island here in the UK. And as a result, due to the sea surface temperatures, we see the weather changing. They generally keep our temperatures on the milder side, both during the winter months and also during the summer months. After record-breaking temperatures earlier this week, how's the forecast looking as we go into the weekend? Deputy Chief Meteorologist Laura Ellum has the outlook for the next few days. Later this week, we're going to see a change in the weather. We've been enjoying some lovely, fine summer-like weather this week. However, from Thursday onwards, all change. Change of month, change of weather. From Thursday, we're going to start to see showers at first, and then as we go through Friday into the weekend, more persistent spells of rain, and stronger winds as well. In the main, it's because of the contrast in temperatures over the US driving a stronger jet stream. We're going to notice the change in the jet stream manifest as quite a deep low on Saturday, in fact. Uh, there is some uncertainty at the moment exactly where that low will go and exactly where the strongest winds will be. However, it's possible that there could be something to watch around that across the northwest of the UK as the low tracks across the far north of Scotland. Some heavy rain around the low itself, but also along a cold front which runs eastwards across the country during Saturday. So even if you don't get the strongest winds further south, it'll still be a windy day, but some heavy rain is likely here. This unsettled weather arriving this weekend looks like it's the start of a longer spell of more changeable, unsettled weather. It looks like we could still see some brief interludes of something a little more fine and bright in between weather systems, but certainly more unsettled looks like the theme as we go into next week as well. Temperatures have dominated the UK weather headlines this week. But how about sunlight and rainfall? Here's Martin Bowles with last week's highs and lows. Here are your weather extremes from Monday the 18th of February to Monday the 25th of February. The highest maximum temperature was at Trouscoid in West Wales, which reached a high of 20.6, making it the highest February temperature since records began. The lowest minimum temperature in that week 
was at South Newington in Oxfordshire, which dropped to minus 3.9 Celsius. The highest daily sunshine was 10.3 hours in East Malling, Kent. And the wettest day last week was in Capelcurig in Conwy, where 30.2 millimetres of rain fell. Thanks, Martin. That's it for Weather Snap. I'm Alex Deakin. This week's producer was Adrian Holloway. Do join us again next time when we take a scientific peek behind the week's weather headlines. Weather Snap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.